James is working from home. Casey literally blew a transmission. And I'm apparently an essential employee making commercials. It doesn't matter. And none of that relates to being in a, in a backup car. However, this is the Backup Car Podcast. Hi, I'm Eric Wubbler here with James Adler and Casey Lester. What's going on, guys? We are all in our own spaces, even though Casey and I live together. It just, it makes sense for our, us to see James, like, perfectly. So we can see James. But you guys, we're not streaming this one today, so you guys can't see us. I'll have the exclusive okay. video, though. May, if anything funny does happen, I'll post it somewhere. Ooh, don't do anything stupid, guys. It's going to be me, probably. Oh, but, don't tempt me. But it's uh, great. They're, they're just, they're okay. dying to see our beautiful faces. Well, you see, yeah. that's what it is. We have the beautiful faces. <laughs> so uh, you know, fellas, I'm looking at myself on my phone because this is this is this is what Discord is, hmm. and I can't help but think yeah. that I I myself I look like a thumb. Look at me. <laughs> that's what my brother has said. <laughs> I look like a thumb. <laughs> I'm like, don't call me that. It's... I'm like, all right, I'm I'm just the paint. So this should be um, two and a half fingers. Then you, you two are the thumbs, and I'm the pinky. Or yeah. like how? We're like a, we're, like we an, we're like Mewtwo. He's got the three. <laughs> so yeah, Let's go with that. This is the straight up quarantine edition of the yep. podcast. Um, and I'm yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't lying. I am still working. Casey's still working. James, yeah. you've been. You've shown up to the station a couple times, but you really are yes, working a lot from home. Uh, yeah. Crazy times, and I am so sorry. We are so sorry. Uh, we didn't do a podcast last week, so this is... Uh, and I didn't write it on social media, so I'm glad everybody follows our social media. I'm sorry about that. Um, but episode seven. Episode seven, we made it this far, even yeah. with... Um, not sure what to talk about. You know, there was a chance that we might be talking about Texas, and that, you know... That got thrown out the window after our yep. episode. And so now they're saying uh, Martinsville will be the next race, which is uh, May 9th. And that's not looking too good because the state of Virginia is on a lockdown till June 10. Don't quote me on yeah. that, but I know it's sometime in June. Yep. So it's a little bit uh, – it's crazy. This is so crazy, everything going on. But we've had racing, which is awesome. The i i the i racing series. No, it's not just the i racing series, but i racing exactly. has picked up just like we all thought it should, and I think it's doing better than ever. Um, we had yeah. two races so far: the Pro Invitational Series, Denny Hamlin won at Homestead, and then last week uh, we had our most this most recent weekend, Timmy Hill pulled off the victory, which on i racing isn't a shock. In real life, right. people who know who Timmy Hill is in NASCAR. Timmy Hill's a backmarker driver who's had some good luck this year. And well, he's you know, he, he's really shown himself to be a good driver because, you know, a lot a lot of drivers equate iRacing to the professional series. Yeah. You know, you know, racing on the asphalt, you know, sitting in the car and driving it. A lot of people say that iRacing is the closest thing to that that you can ever get unless you're actually in a race car. And Timmy Hill won his 670-somethingth win on on iRacing. I mean, he, he, he really has done a very good job in that car. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's, he's, so he's proven himself to be a very good driver. 
but the teams he's racing on, they're the backmarkers. I mean, he's well, going. I mean, that's a good thing. It's a good thing he's on iRacing now because oh, it's yeah. all equal. You know? Absolutely. It's all level playing field. He started off with Rick Ware. He's driven races for GoFast. He's done. Yeah. He's with MBM now. I don't know. I know he's been with a bunch of other teams uh, in the past, but still, I mean, it's it's. But he's it was his tenth year in NASCAR. This was his first time making the five hundred this year. And I mean at the start of the season, that team said if they didn't make it, he he said if this team didn't make the race, uh they would have been shutting down, which is horrible. And it's because so much money and preparation goes into Daytona that MBM's throwing everything they can into that I mean, they had two cars actually there. So they needed at least one car to make the race. And they got that, and he had actually a pretty respectable race. Um, I don't forgot where he finished. I, I forgot how it ended up for him. I'm sure I think he was involved. Probably was involved in an accident. Who knows? But still, um, I mean, when it when it rained and they moved it to Monday, he was sitting in the top ten. So I, it, then he got third in the Xfinity race, and so uh, really cool that he's he's really he need, this i racing thing is huge for him. Garrett Smithley, who's also been very competitive in the past two races mm-hmm. in, in iRacing. Uh, and, I mean, Garrett Smithley was our pick for Atlanta before Atlanta got postponed. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess we, we all had really good picks. Oh, yeah. Is he uh, On iRacing, he was a good pick. And that's mm-hmm. that's cool, though. That's good. It's really cool for him. And, though, you think about, like, um, Ty Majeski, who is sponsored by iRacing, and Anthony Alfredo. Another big eye racer. Uh, you look at those two drivers. The past two races, they've both been able to race their way in, to because they've been on the qualifier races, um, but they didn't do so well in the race. So maybe there is more to this because a lot of there is a lot of criticism out there. Oh, eye racing is not real racing. It isn't real racing. It's obvious you're not feeling the car right, right. like you do in real life. Yeah, but it's it's the only sport in the entire world, uh, where except for maybe golf. Well, if, but you need a giant wall simulator for golf. Uh, the only sport in the world where you can set that. up on your own a couple computers and I mean do what Timmy Hill's doing. He's running off a a thousand dollar setup. I mean that's actually no, yeah. fairly cheap. His wheel was mm-hmm. not that, but it's... Yeah. This is it's not this is the most accessible, like bar none, that you can get to your everyday man, your everyday everyday person being able to go out and, and doing what these guys are being able to do and race at all these tracks and have it be so realistic, so much like the real thing. You don't get you can't get that with like a stick and ball sport or anything like that. It's it's just really cool. I was talking about about this with, with a few people the other day and just I don't. It's just such a. All of this is just really strange, but it's yeah. it's brought on such a such a really unique situation. I racing. It, it's in my opinion, I think this is probably about as big as we're gonna see it get. And it's it's definitely given guys like Hill, Priest, Smithley, Castle, even Landon yep. Castle, who you know was gonna run uh partial for starcom at some point this year didn't have a ride at all oh, I, don't, I, don't I don't even think, think i partial. think morgan shepherd showed up for daytona and that was it and he finished fourth this past weekend so i don't know if he's doing I mean, a partial schedule with starcom I, I think that whole thing fell through or uh yeah he's, maybe he's yeah. doing a he's doing a most of the season starting parking maybe except for a couple races with uh 
uh, Morgan Shepard's team at Xfinity. I do know that. And that's what he's running. He's running right, the 89. Yeah. It's a Morgan Shepard looking He's running car. the 89, right. Yeah, and he finished top five at, at Texas uh, Sunday. So, I mean, it's really put a lot of these guys back in the spotlight where otherwise they wouldn't have ever gotten this type of shit. I mean, you look at the top five. It was Timmy Hill and uh, who beat Ryan Priest. Uh, and then Timmy Hill's uh, boot scooting buggy, as he put it, to get I past Byron. So cool. I yep. I yeah. thought that was one of the coolest things in that entire race. I thought I, I think it's really given the drivers an opportunity to show really what they can do in a driving situation or a driving simulation. But it's also putting names that you just don't see contend in the in the actual real life Cup Series putting them on the forefront like we all know who William Byron is but we you know we don't think he's going to be super competitive this year we don't think he's going to be in contention to win five races this year yeah and you can't say that about anybody else who we've seen compete like in Texas it was Timmy Hill it was Ryan Priest and a bunch of others that came through I think the only one in the top five was By- well, Byron, who finished, like, fourth in the Hendrick car, and, you know, everybody else was was in, you know, 15th, 20th place cars yeah. during the during a regular season. So the, it, it's really refreshing to see a bunch of new names, well, not new names, but names that you wouldn't see in contention, typically in contention. Get that recognition. Yeah. Yeah, I, we don't have to deal with Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick or you know Martin Truex Jr. or Joey Logano hogging the spotlight. Which Logano's been in the past uh, two races. Johnson's been in the past two races, and it's just it's going to show that you gotta have experience in i racing. That there is right. a difference, um, right. and I I feel like uh, there is a lot that does translate to actual driving. Um, but you look at like I mean. Kyle Busch has figured out iRacing. He's not doing great, but all of a sudden he was in the top 10, and I'm like, I wouldn't count him out. He knows how to race a car, and that's what you're and doing. And then he gets dumped by Brian Blaney. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there was just so much that happened, and it was well, how <laughs> exciting. And uh, Dale Jr. almost won the first race, and that's great. Yep. Like, we can watch Dale Jr. race again on TV, and mm. it's just, just very exciting. There's a lot yeah. of just good things happening in a really rough time and yeah. uh especially for i mean for timmy hill and for mbm like that's not an mbm car it's a virtual mbm car but they don't do much to set it up mm-hmm. i mean they're all running fixed setup anyway so all those cars are the same car basically yeah. it's, it all it's all goes down to comes down to skill at the end of that and yeah it really makes me wonder um you know are we gonna see Something come from this, this whole iRacing thing, with Garrett Smithley doing good, with with Timmy Hill winning a race, doing good, Landon Castle running up front. Uh, that we know that those cars they drive in real life aren't going to translate. It's not going to translate over. But might this all of a sudden, you know, we just had you know 1.3 million viewers for this race in Texas, who saw Timmy Hill win the race. And out of that 1.3 million, there could be a potential sponsor who's like, what could he do in a Joe Gibbs Xfinity car? That is not where I was going to go with this, but I, I, I do appreciate that you went there because it's a great question. 
Yeah. Where I was going to go with with this whole thing was that we have so we have like two or three teams in all of NASCAR that build the best equipment. You got Hendrick Motorsports, you got Stuart Haas, you got Penske, you got Joe Gibbs Racing. Anybody else in the, on that in the series that has re, that is renowned for building amazing equipment, chassis, um, bodies, engines, you know, the, the best stuff comes from three or four teams in the entire Cup Series. My thought is that so many people like this and so many people loved the IROC series. Remember? Crown Royal IROC racing? Yes. Oh, I remember those that. I was car, young. Those cars were all built the same way by the those, exact yeah. same people. So my thought is maybe NASCAR decides to go that route. Maybe NASCAR decides to give everybody literally a level playing field so that you can put all the press on the driver because the drivers are the people they're there to see. They're not there to see the teams or the engine. They're there to see the drivers pulling off some amazing things. Yeah. Now, yes, you have to be a good driver to get a, to, to get on a good team. But at the same time, if you're a good driver and you're driving equipment that's just not that great because that's the only car that was available, you know, it, it gets super frustrating. And you, you feel like you're not even getting a chance. If NASCAR levels the playing field, puts Hendrick Motorsports in charge of the engines and, you know, Penske in charge of the chassis and, you know, somebody else in charge of something, somebody else all the way down the line, you have a level playing field that puts all the pressure and all the fame and the glory and all the money on the drivers. Yeah. The people that fans are there to see. Yeah, I feel like that I, I miss that series. That IROC series. That was the it was so much fun because I would randomly I was young when they were it was two thousand five? Yep, two thousand five was their last five? season. Uh and I would, I would come across the race and you, you looked at the, the drivers who were in it, you know, it was Tony Stewart and Dale Jr. and Truex and or Martin Truex was in that at the time, but he was right. in there as a Bush series the champion. The last one, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Ron Katz, Mar- was he in it? Uh, no, I don't believe wasn't so. There, uh, wasn't there a drag racer in it? Who am I, what am I thinking? Force? There was there was different drivers. I think World Outlaws. World Outlaws. Was Shots in it? Uh, Steve no, Kinzer. Danny Lasowski and uh, Steve Kinzer, I know, we're both Steve Kinzer is who I'm thinking of. I don't know why I was thinking of drag races. Car legends, you know, uh, Elio Castroneves was there. Castroneves. Yeah. Yep. Scott I, I, Pruitt was in it at one point. I yep. think I'm thinking Pruitt, of the Prelude Pruitt, to the Pruitt. Dream. Yep. But I remember, I do remember the IROC, but I remember the when I'm thinking of Ron Caps, I'm pretty sure he went for one of those yeah. races. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. still, I mean, I, I, I used to play that series all the time in NASCAR 05. Like, that mm-hmm. was so much fun. Yeah, you're you're thinking like more along the lines of like a spec series though, like or at least that's something you would you would like to see was where certain teams or certain manufacturers are designated to make oh uh, like engines or chassis or something and right. it puts everybody on a on a level playing field. That would be it would be interesting. I don't know how how likely the odds are of that happening. I mean, no, I don't I, think I, 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 I wouldn't see like any of the big. On. Yeah, like any of the big three series, I don't th- the the big three, uh, the premier series. I mean, I don't think 
that's necessarily yeah, realistic. I, I would like to see like a series or anything, but as its um, own series, bring back an IROC. Or or say ARCA or KNN or something, they try to develop a way to cut costs or something, so they, unless spec would make things more expensive, but it, it would be kind of interesting to see something like that come to fruition in some way. I just don't know on what scale that would be, but... I know this has been, like, brought up in some sort of capacity, some sort of way, uh, and I'm pretty sure the big thing against it was the manufacturers. That yeah. Chevrolet doesn't want to have the same car, same engine, same setup. As well, because they want to be Ford. Yeah, they exactly. Ford, they want to be Toyota and Dodge, or or you know whatever manufacturer comes out in the future. When it was IROC, it was all Pontiacs or something like that. Yeah, there for a couple of years, and you know nobody really cared that it was a bunch of Pontiacs going around in circles. A lot of people just cared about the drivers. Yeah, And unfortunately, if you're in NASCAR, you know, it, it's great to have uh, 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 it's great to have a good car out there. But the first thing everybody's talking about is the driver. Yeah, that's who you are. You're a fan of the driver. Yeah. Uh, and some people and, you know, and if, being a fan of the driver sometimes forges your relationship with a manufacturer. Like I was a Jeff Gordon fan my entire life. Yeah, I I would have guaranteed that I would have bled Chevy Silver. You know what I mean? Uh, I I was a I've been a Tony Stewart fan my entire life, and Tony Stewart mm -hmm. drove Chevys, and then when he drove Toyota for Joe Gibbs, I was like, all right, Toyota. Like I'll move over to Toyota. But then when Tony Stewart was like, oh, I've I'm Team Chevy. I don't, you know, I'm not yeah. a fan of Toyotas. I'm like, yeah. I don't like Toyota either. I like Chevy. <laughs> and then he, and then this happened, the move to Ford happened a couple of years ago and I'm like, now I'm older at this point in my life and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, like I don't whatever, like you're not It's just not as big of a deal. Yeah, just like, just, like I, got, I like Toyota now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of me too. I started out as a as a Newman fan like early on, so or mm -hmm. well, I guess Casey Atwood beforehand in 2002 or whenever. So Dodge all the way and Intrepids and, and Chargers right. and all that stuff. Right. And uh, if I could choose a dream car, Dodge Dart or a Dodge Neon, like growing mm. up was always my thing. Like I still have a soft spot for Dodge, even though nowadays they're not in the sport anymore. I, it's not as big of a deal to me, but that always stuck with me since I was a kid. Yeah. So you really do. It's, but the thing is you wouldn't, you wouldn't be a fan of that manufacturer or the sponsor or whatever. I've always liked Home Depot over Lowe's. Mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't be a fan of of those places or that manufacturer if it wasn't for the driver you first picked I up was, on. I was going to say, I'm the driver makes everything. Uh, I, I'm a big Coca-Cola guy because of Tony Stewart. I love Coca-Cola products. I always drink mm -hmm. Coke. I'm a big I I will choose Coke over Pepsi without even thinking. I'm just like, oh, I want Coke. But I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Tony Stewart. <laughs> That's just I, I drink a lot of Mountain Dew. That's a Pepsi. That's a Pepsi product. So <laughs> I, I uh, do drink a lot of Sprite. So that's and that's, that's a Coke product. product so, you know. it, it's it's unrelated. It's different to me when it comes to when it right. comes to the colas. I'm choosing Coca Cola. There we go. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't even know how the, how we got to this topic. Like this is oh because of the level playing field in iRacing. Right. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the I, uh, about iRacing. I'm excited for the race at Bristol. Uh, last night, uh, I think I don't know if I think I'm the only one out of the three of us who tries to catch the iRacing series. 
the Coca-Cola iRacing series. So did, did anybody else watch it last night? Casey was at work. Uh, unfortunately, no, I did not. I was working. What a good race. I And I'm I'm getting very invested in it now. I'm really oh, yeah? getting invested in this series. Because yeah. uh, I've been so shocked. I guess, you know, so I'll take this one. Uh, I'll, I'll take the reins on this as it's me who watched it. Um, it's, I, I was watching and Zach Novak, he was a champion last year in the Roush Fenway six, both Roush Fenway cars aren't that good this year. Zach Novak moved over to, uh, Ra uh, Richmond Esports, Richmond Raceway Esports, and he hasn't had that good of a start to the season, but he had a damage. Every car was damaged. They, he worked his way up. He got a third place finish. Um, who won? Uh, Luza, Ryan Luza got his second win of the season uh last week it was the fourth race was it was it the fourth race last night i think so yeah fourth race of the year last night and um that continues a streak for ryan loser he's been in the series this is his fourth year he has won two races out of the first four every year in his career in wow. the high racing series so he's and he when he wins man you see some drivers they get worked up when he wins man he's he's calm he's he doesn't even like flip out or freak out or nothing he's just a very chilled guy um but you know good uh he's racing he was on uh forgot what team he raced for last year it wasn't g2 maybe it was g2 it was a green car i don't see them in the series anymore um but he's now racing for the williams esport team and you guys know williams through f1 Williams it's that same it's that same williams team it's their esports team wow. they have two yeah cars in the nascar iRacing series and so it's yeah. kind of cool to see lose a winning even though he's always a winner he's been i think he's a champion in the sport uh he's he's just one of the most winning drivers in the past four years uh but he's winning now in a williams esport car uh ford and it's uh just just interesting it's interesting to see a an f1 team a known f1 team uh, doing this with NASCAR, uh, kind of just cross paths a little bit. Um, but I forgot who finished second. But uh, um, shout out to Michael Conti, who races for Junior Motorsports, the Junior Motorsports iRacing team. He was, he had a really good car. He was on the pole. He led a lot of the race, but he was battling back. He was trying to take the lead, and Luza went to pass him for second. That was before Luza. Once Luza got the lead, he held it. And that was like after halfway, but. Conti, they went three wide going past the lap card, and Conti got wrecked into the wall, kept it going straight, and didn't lose any positions except for that second place. He dropped a third. And then pit stops, he stayed in third. Really cool that he was able to hold on to that, especially with the night he had. Uh, heartbreak for Graham Bolin, who is a rookie in the series. Um, I think he's a rookie. Um, was leading the race, got caught up in the first accident. Uh, that sucked. I think Conti was also involved, but he didn't get any damage. He was just behind uh, Graham Bolin, who races for Joe Gibbs Esports. So, uh, yeah, that's your iRacing uh, report on the Backup Car Podcast by yours truly. I I am <laughs> loving it, especially right now, because I, and I'm watching it last night, and I was like, this is this is a lot of fun, especially at Bristol. These guys, they were wrecking a lot, and that's what is expected, but it wasn't right. too bad. I'm actually not expecting it to be that good uh, this, comes, this coming Sunday. Given that Bristol, or short tracks in general, on a video game, are a lot different than real life. Yeah, you, you don't have the, the, the line in the bottom, so it's going to be a lot of high line racing. Um, right. But 
it's just that it, it's when you're on a video game, it's like you can do whatever you want. You can bump into whoever you want. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of wrecks uh, this coming race on Sunday. But they're doing uh, heat races, from what I was told. So it's going to be uh, maybe some different drivers in the field. I'm excited. This is going to be a, a – I'm loving it. I don't even think there's going to be a lot of wrecks. The fact that we have racing on TV, my dad was like, I am not watching this. I'm not going to watch virtual cars. He's like, it would be a lot better if it was the real guys. I'm like, Dad, do you not realize it's the real guys driving the cars? It's just on a game, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, it would definitely be interesting to see what happens this week. Um, I don't know if, uh, if you, playing Bristol, guys, on on any video game, I'm always a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me, dude, me too. It's just like, I try. I, yeah. I try, especially on NASCAR Heat 3. That, that was not my track. It is a, it is a lot of fun on Heat 4. But oh, my God, yes. Just putting it... Not I, I'm don't put me on a short track. I am not a short track driver, which is I just can't I, hold it on the inside line. Is yeah, all. And, and though the thing is, I love running the high lane on the track. The high lane's a lot of fun, but uh, it's I'm excited. It'll be it'll, it might be a lot of wrecks, but I'm still excited that we still have something. To do. Um, you know, I I I do have to give a lot of credit to uh, Fox Sports One because that's that's the that's the organization that is still broadcasting NASCAR events on iRacing. And they're, they're the, they're the organization that is, that is totally okay with having iRacing on TV. You know, it's never before has a video game been so popularly streamed on TV. Like, like they're, they have events on, like a, a CBS station. I was I was in a CBS station in Vermont, and they were having um, uh, a Super Mario Kart tournament one Sunday afternoon on CBS at like one o'clock in the afternoon, and it went for an hour. You know that that that's pretty much it. You know they yeah. they don't they don't do um, professional video games for lack of a better word on a major network other than Fox Sports 1 with iRacing. And through Fox Sports 1, we got to thank Jeff Gordon, who has been a champ at it. Clint Mm -hmm. Boyer on the broadcast is hilarious. The exchange exchange between him and Larry last race. You know, like... Uh, you know, Clint, you should be used to driving through people. <laughs> Clint's like, Larry, you know, I, that one hurts, buddy. I forgot what he said, but it was just really, it was really funny. And, and, or down the line, he's like, uh, Jeff Gordon's my spotter and he's too expensive to be my spotter. And so I fired him and I got Larry McReynolds and I got in a wreck because he didn't tell me there was a car coming. So Larry's fired. <laughs> And, and at the same time, Mike Joy has been uh, my hero again because, you know, iRacing, I didn't think he was going to go to do particularly well on it because it's such new territory, not just for the new generation, but for the older guys in NASCAR as well. I didn't think for one second that Mike Joy was going to agree to do the broadcasts, but he decided to, and he has been great at them. He's been having a good time, and I'm so glad to see that. I was so nervous about it. Yeah. 
he you know he's been doing amazing with it and and everybody and else larry just, yeah larry mcreynolds has been amazing and, and it just goes to show how you know it just goes to show how people how committed those people are to putting on a good show every sunday yeah because they, they are they're treating these online races which ultimately don't really mean a lot no serious five thousand dollars to the winner that's, yeah yeah yeah, that's not a lot. That's these pocket days, change for some of these guys. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody's putting on a good show for the country in a moment where they need something good. We need something good to watch. We need something to take our minds off the ultimate chaos that's going around the country right now. And they've been doing an amazing job of it. Yeah. Oh, and all the all the reasons and stuff not to smile. They've been giving us. Plenty of reason because it, it's yeah. been entertaining, yeah. start to finish. All the stuff, all the little stuff that they're doing on the broadcast, all the little, the little jokes and, and humor. It's just, it's just everything about it is just, it's great. It gives me that that I, I mean, I never thought I'd see the day where I'm I'm watching freaking Mike Joy on TV talking about iRacing. racing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you, yeah, I couldn't, you couldn't script that, you couldn't make that up and pitch it to me. And mm-hmm. everyone's just handled it with such class. And they've they've all taken like a fish to water with it. It's just it's been just awesome to see. I I haven't been this stoked in a long time, provided all the circumstances and stuff. But if there's anything that I have to say about it, round of applause. Keep it up. Keep it going. It's been fantastic. I love what they're doing too. They have the the pre race national anthem that's pre recorded mm-hmm. by some uh, by mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. pastor and. You got someone singing the national anthem. Uh, I'm pretty sure Gronk is the uh, giving the command next week. Yeah, yeah. So really? this weekend, WrestleMania, so... and he's given the the command to start the engines on oh, the we... same day. And we so... had we had Troy Aikman last week. Like yep. that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy that that these people are getting involved with. And I think it's just excuse me. I think it's more people realizing. This is this is something. This is something that is very real. Like as as virtual as it is, it's very real. Uh, in a time where nothing is, nothing feels real right now. I haven't been this excited to watch a bunch of people play video games since I found out what Rooster Teeth is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I since Game Grump. So like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to watch t- uh, streams all the time. I don't watch them as often anymore. But like, no. I, I used to watch well, Tim we, the Tatman every we day. We can't. We are grown ups. We're we're supposed to be doing things for society. We're now. supposed to be doing taxes and <laughs> writing checks. <laughs> well, if you've seen that TurboTax commercial, you can do anything. Like Anyone. That, that one lady like eating sushi or something, and it's like she's doing her taxes. So all people are tax hey. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Uh, this is this is you know and so this is what the podcast has come to is we got i racing to talk about it's just it's made me kind of like i'm like i could get a racing wheel i could get a better computer maybe maybe i, I should try thinking this that. i'm thinking about it man it's really i've, I've given it some thought but... if i if i make a little bit more money here and there maybe i'll pick up some extra job just so i can get a better computer and a I'm and a good, racing yep. wheel it's yep. definitely it's it's catching my attention, and I think and that's crazy too because I'm sure 
if if you guys were both thinking this, and that's just the that's three out of three people, I can't imagine what the people watching this on TV are thinking because they're advertising a lot too. You can do this. You can get a computer screen, a wheel, and a computer and play this game. And it's like, I want to do that. That's I, I would use my, I have my TV in front of me right now. I would use my TV. It's a big enough screen. I don't need a, multiple screens. I just need this one. Uh, use it as a monitor and set it all up. Like, yeah. oh, man, that would be so much fun. And it's just, that's the cool thing about it. I think that's what, what makes it even cooler is that, I'm watching something on TV that I could get into. Like I can't go and buy a race car because I, and I don't know how to set it up. I can hire somebody to set it up for me. And it's like, all of a sudden I've, I'm 20,000 in the hole just trying to do one race <laughs> at a five mile point. You know, like, no, don't bring that up, please. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. I didn't even think about it. Oh, <laughs> Every, oh everything's God, on hold. I hate it. <laughs> um, well, um, one of the other topics. Just I want, yeah, oh yeah, I was just because we've talked about iRacing this whole time, which is fine. Uh, one of the other topics I wanted to bring up is we do have some NASCAR rumors, some Cup right. Series rumors, uh, and I just kind of want to talk about the one rumor that is going strong right now, and that would be uh, Jimmy Johnson. Possibly not retiring at the end of the year and doing one more season, just given the fact that this is a weird season and who wants to go out like this? Which, granted, I thought, well, Tony Stewart broke his back and then he still ended his his last year. You know, right. after he did like right. what did he do twenty or thirty races or not even he did like twenty five races, made the chase. Thank God he won Sonoma. Uh, but it's just like I thought of things like that. And I'm like, you know, Jimmy Johnson has been running fairly good this year. And I also agree that this was a rough season that you get to go out on. I mean, yeah, you might get every, every race in, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, if you get every race in, still you're running, you know, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, especially if this gets pushed off even farther. You might not, we might not even get a full 36 race season in if this postponement continues. Um, so, I mean, I'll, uh, I guess this is an, an opinion part of the, of the podcast. Um, I'll start, start with, uh, Casey here. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Johnson, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he was, he had said going into this season, he didn't, he, you know, this was going to be his last year, but he didn't want to just go out with a whimper. He wanted to go out and do something. And. Well, you know, if he doesn't get the chance to do it this year, why not, you know, postpone it and until you get a fair shot to go out there and and close your career out, proving what you're worth and throwing everything out there on the track until he's got nothing left. It I, it totally it makes a lot of sense to me. You know, if he stuck around, um, it probably helps Hendrick kind of restock the pipeline just a little bit as an aside, because they don't really have a ton of people in the wings. Um, I think that would probably be pretty good. Uh, you know, for for Mr. Hendrick to to kind of regroup and and kind of uh kind of retool the future of of the organization. I know they have Bowman, Bowman, Byron, and uh, Elliot, but I mean, 
as far as someone to come up to cup and replace Jimmy, I, I don't know. I'm not really sold on anyone personally. And if Hendrick would be sold on anyone else, I mean, there are options outside of in, if they wanted someone in house, this gives them time to kind of do that. If Johnson's willing to push it back another year and go out strong so that legend of a driver who got the pole, I think, what was the pole in his what would it be his fourth career start? I think he ran like three races in 01 and then the 500 in 02. He came storming out of the gates, led the points in 02, and, and hadn't looked back. Five straight titles. His accolades don't really need much uh, explanation, racing reference, and YouTube exists for a reason. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 I think it would be fair to give him a proper send off or let him give himself a proper send off. And James? Casey, as you were speaking, I, I heard both, uh, I heard all the points that you wanted to make, but something was eating at me. Mm. And that is Jimmy Johnson has a family. And how likely is it that his family will let it, will allow him to uh, uh, go racing one more season? Now, that's not saying that they're going to be like, no, come home. You're be a dad now. Be a husband now. Yeah. That, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying right. to say no, is no, that, of course. What I'm trying to say is that his kids are growing up, and they're right now they're growing up with a father who's out, out on the road three or four days a weekend now. Yeah. And, and at at one point or another, you just start to feel like, you know, there's nothing else for me to gain. Jimmy Johnson decided that for this year. Now, if he decides to go one more year, because right now it looks like 2020 is going to be totally useless, uh, I'm totally fine with that. But is Chandra going to be okay with that? Are his girls going to be okay with that? You know, is he himself going to be okay with that? It would be fantastic if he could finish up this uh, uh, his career as well as he deserves, because he deserves to go out there and just blow everybody away he deserves to have a david ortiz year in retirement um but at the same time is he going to want to i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure of that he, yeah. he he absolutely deserves to and i think i think casey's absolutely correct when he's talking about hendrick drivers waiting in the ring rating waiting in the wings <laughs> there we go at the same time we have noah gregson in the nine car in the xfinity series who hasn't really been doing fantastically uh so far in his nascar career yeah i won daytona great great everybody can win daytona yeah <laughs> outside of that you know he had the dust up in in what vegas which was weird he's had a um, couple dust dust ups yeah yeah so you know th there may be some maturity that they need to see there which could take another season maybe two um they, they, they. Other than, other than Gregson, they really don't have anyone that they would want to put in the prestigious forty-eight car. Now, they, there are drivers in the in the Cup series who are entering a free agent year. Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski, maybe a couple of others who would probably be good fits for that forty-eight car. And I, I think of Keselowski because. We've been talking about it a couple of times right here on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he probably wants to come back to Hendrick if it's not going to work out at Penske anymore. Um, but we're, we're, we're getting into a point where 
the, the question is really not answered by something that's going to blow the doors down, by something that's going to be so darn rewarding, something that's going to be such a surefire hit yeah. uh, in, in NASCAR. Not, it's not like Chase Elliott. Uh-uh, absolutely not. You know, no, you can't put Noah Gregson in Chase Elliott's wheels just yet because he hasn't won a championship. He hasn't really, you know, set the world on fire. He's got some chances to, but if it doesn't work out this year, is it going to work out ever? You know? So we, we, we have to really think about this for a little while. And I, I, I think while it could be super enticing for us, is it as enticing for us as it is for Jimmy Johnson? I have a hard time reading hmm. that and I have a hard time picking yes or no. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I think about, I would love to see Johnson come back for another year. Cause I feel like this is a lost year so far. Yeah. Uh, and it's not his fault. It's nobody's fault. It's, yeah, no fault of anyone. There's a sickness. And uh, you don't, you don't want to see a guy go out like this. We have seen a legend in the sport go out, breaking his back, Tony Stewart, but we also saw Jeff Gordon make the final four, you know, like just two different ends. I mean, it, it's, it happens. There's things that happen and you're definitely right. James about family. That's a huge deal. And yeah. I mean, we saw Cole Pern exit the sport very early because in his career. Family, yeah. yeah. He wants to see his children grow up and you got to respect, you respect that. I mean, Johnson's got, he's set. He's prepared. He, he can get any TV job he wants afterwards. If he wants to, he doesn't even have to. He can pull a Carl Edwards and do nothing. And not even maybe show up to a race or two. But, you know, I think of, you know, everything said here. And the big thing in my mind is Brad Keselowski. Because I think that he is the guy in line for the 48. Uh, he, there hasn't seemed to be any rush to try to get him signed to the two. Right. Uh, sponsorship is questionable on the two except for discount tire i think is the big one on that on that car for now uh also i think uh, i forgot what else uh but i mean miller light doing one race uh you, you think of all these these things and i think that it's just that two they got and they got cendrick who also though cendrick needs to have a good big three kind of season in Xfinity. He's ran good this oh, season. Boy. And this year's really messing with Sindrick because he was he was blazing the, the he was blazing his tires on the on the road early in this season. You know, he was very competitive and now he has to go cold for who knows how long. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think of, you know, I think of, uh, we, we mentioned Gregson, and I mean, we're not going to see Allgaier move back up again, or Annette. I mean, they're not, Allgaier is the only one that's run respectable right. enough to maybe move up. But it, you look at other guys, I mean, even, maybe it's not even a Hendrick guy, because he got Briscoe. Where the heck's Briscoe going to go? Uh, if he has, he already has a win, I think he's just going to keep winning once the season picks back up. Where is he going to go next season? Uh, he could go to the fourteen. But because we don't know what Clint Boyer is going to do, but still, there's so many other guys. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Larson tries to get if Stewart tries to get Larson over to the 14 with that dirt racing relationship. Right. Larson knows he can go over to Stewart Haas and keep running that, and maybe potentially a different scenery is going to get him more wins in the Cup Series. It could work. Um, can we get our NASCAR back already? I can't wait until like we can get this back going, so then we can have silly season discussions for. Weeks on end because yeah, I love this. 
It feels it feels it. like that's what we need to talk about. Silly season is real right now, whereas yeah, we've I mean, only run four right races. Right now, technically, it's just it's so it's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know, Casey. I think that's that's our cue here. I think to start wrapping it up, we can. Yeah, I'm not. I would make picks for Bristol, but I have no idea who's gonna win. I just hope Timmy Hill wins again. <laughs> so William um, Byron, I guess. All right. I, I, James, you want to do a, a random, a random pick here? Literally random. We don't have a website for it. Without, with oh, they they are doing the random racing picks, but it's our oh, random. They? Yeah, ah, I don't need it. Oh don't need boy. It. Well, I, I need to use my phone for that, and right now you guys are <laughs> plastered all over it. Oh no, we're not. Uh, uh we're just picking drivers. I'm, I'm not even talking about. It. I just hope Timmy Hill wins again. That's just all I want. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I I I'm I would love Timmy Hill to win. I would love William Byron to win. Yeah. So I think that my pick's gonna be him. Well, we'll see. This is gonna be you know at least we got this for now. And um, yeah, you know all of us here at the Backer Car Podcast, those who listen to us, we really appreciate it. And um, we just we all continue to ride this out together. We ride this out as a as a country as at the as the world i mean the whole world as a is global with us. thing yeah and um, a, if yeah. we don't all work together here then um we're not going to be able to defeat this quicker we will ladies defeat. and gentlemen be safe be yeah smart stay inside please wash your hands wash yeah. those hands wash them <laughs> hands and continue to listen to the backup car podcast Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.